0: And took out the blue ones worn and half melted they still bore traces of the gold coin pattern her mother had painted when she was Anna Gale's age preparing for the household she would bless one day all right isabeth said setting the candles in their holders and laying the flint spark beside them everybody wash up and sit down so anna can say the blessing The sun was sinking below the rooftops and Isabeth was about to call Lilith and Mimi into bed when Papa came clumping in the door. His face was flushed, his dark hair slicked with sweat, but he was smiling. There's my Vettie, he exclaimed, and Isabeth ran to embrace him. Did you find work today? she asked eagerly. Usually she didn't dare raise the subject, but a smile was surely a good sign. Was it a nice meeting? Her father's thick brows shot up. Who told you about that? I only got the message this afternoon. What message? Annagale appeared in the kitchen doorway, half-darned stockings in hand. Oh, Papa, I'm so glad you're home. She hurried to drop a kiss on his cheek. I thought you'd gone to the workers' club. So Isabeth had guessed right. Her sister had been anxious, even if she hadn't wanted to say so. But why? No, my Anna, their father said, putting an arm around her shoulders. I'm not looking for trouble, not with my girls to think about. Is there any supper left for your poor old papa, or has your boyfriend Merit gobbled it up again? Annabel blushed as she always did when papa teased her, no matter how ridiculous his suggestion might be. Merritt was Loyal Kircher's older brother, and he'd left town three months ago to help build the new railway to Vesperia. I'll warm it up for you, she promised, and hurried to the stove. Papa had taken his usual seat at the table and Anigail was scraping the last of the potatoes onto a plate when Lilith and Mimi came in. Lilith gave their father a hug, squirmed away from his tickling fingers and moved on, but Mimi jumped onto his lap and stole sips of his tea until Isabeth practically had to drag her away. By the time the younger girls were settled and Isabeth returned to the kitchen, her father had cleaned his plate and was filling his pipe with baccy. Well then, he said, as Isabeth and Anigail sat down on either side of him. As you might have guessed, I've got news. Remember that new charmer house Master Orion wanted me to build at the college? The girls exchanged startled glances. The charmery was a forbidden subject, had been since before their mother died. It was the project their father had been counting on to save him from ruin, until Orion, the governor of Tarriton College, had cancelled the contract with no explanation whatsoever. The shock of it had turned Papa into a different man for a while, short-tempered and distant. He'd taken to disappearing at odd times and staying out late, and once he'd come home with bloody knuckles and a great bump on his forehead. "'It wasn't until Mama took ill that he turned himself about "'and started acting like their papa again.' "'Yes,' said Isabeth cautiously. "'What of it?' "'Well, seems the sage-lord took a dislike to the plan "'and refused to lend any money to it, "'and that's why Master Orion had to put a stop to the job. "'But now Lord Arvis has changed his mind, "'so it's going forward after all.' "'The master wants me to hire some lads and get to work straight away. "'We'll be paid fair wages, not much more than that, "'not with things the way they are, but... "'Oh, Papa!' the shadow fled from Anagel's face, "'leaving it radiant. "'I'm so happy for you!' "'A bubble of joy swelled in Isabeth. "'If Papa had work again, "'Anagel could leave her job at the shirt factory and go back to school. "'They could buy new half-soles for their shoes.' clothes that actually fit. And maybe, just maybe, Isabeth would get an ink bottle and a sheaf of proper writing paper for her birthday. That's wonderful news.